The Business of Farming podcast is presented to you by Kath Jenkins from RM Consulting and Beck Casey from Nature of Business Consulting. It is provided for educational purposes only. The information is general in nature and does not take into account your needs, goals or objectives. What that means is the information does not apply to you specifically. So please consider getting individual advice from either Kath or Beck or from a licensed and trusted professional before acting on any information. Hey, Beck, how are you? Welcome back to Business of Farming podcast. Morning, Kath. I'm well. How are you? I'm going really well. Another exciting topic for us to talk about today. I know, balance sheets. So we've done our profit and loss and we had a bit of a look at what we use them for and what's in it. And now we're moving on to balance sheets. That's right. So they kind of go hand in hand, these two, a little bit. Yeah, um, I think they the do. profit and loss and the balance sheet. You can look at a balance sheet on its own but it's really handy to have the um sometimes profit there's a bit loss. of information in there that yeah it's nice to know what's on the profit and loss as well and vice versa the balance sheet's more of a summary whereas the profit and loss is more of a detailed document yeah i think so yeah and you can't really tell um just looking at a balance sheet for a business you can't necessarily tell what it does that well you only know what it has as yeah. in what does it own what does it owe um yeah it basically just gives you a a little snapshot of where the business stands doesn't it yeah it does yeah um and then i think the purpose of the balance sheet is quite interesting and it's varied as we've um talked about before no different to the profit and loss um but it is part of the part of the suite that's part of the financial statements so again it's a it's a requirement it's a compliance requirement for businesses you know to have a balance sheet as part of their financial statements when they submit them at the end of the financial year or whenever you get around to doing it um through through your accountant so it's generally something that the accountant will prepare but it's actually also a really handy um little tool to use for yourself too um just to see where you're at um where, you know, there's a, a few little pointers there that you've got to watch out for as well, which we can talk about. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 the main purpose of it. But to me, really, it just outlines your what you what you own, what your assets are, and then what you owe. So what yeah. your liabilities are. So it's really just all about your financial position, basically. Yeah. To sum yeah. it right up. It's yeah. where you stand, yeah. Yeah. Well, you work out what it is that you own, um, put a value to that, which that's a whole process in itself, and then that then gets put in the balance sheet and then the same with your with your liabilities about what do you owe, um, yeah. how much is that worth, and, um, yeah, like you said, it's a snapshot of that point in time because it can change from day to day, as we know. Yes, yes. Um, So the balance sheet, as you were just saying, it's actually made up of three major sections and then they're broken down. So you've got your assets, then your liabilities and then your equity. Okay, yeah. And we were chatting just briefly offline before about why it's called a balance sheet. Um, Now, I think the terminology is supposed to imply that it's supposed to balance, (laughs) Um, which I think if you go assets minus liabilities 
equity, then all of those do balance. So you've got your assets minus your liabilities does balance with the equity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I've certainly seen some different layouts of balance sheets and some of them can be quite complex and confusing They are the way they are laid out. So if you're looking at your own balance sheet and you're thinking, is this balanced or not, I think you're. Um, it's probably a really good question, but have a sit down and a chat with your accountant or the person yeah. that prepared it for you um, to talk to yeah. them about what's how does this balance sheet work and what's the sort of reporting and information that you can get out of your own specific example. So, yeah, a balance sheet doesn't always balance. No. <laughs> so if you're looking at your own balance sheet and you're going, oh, my God, it mm. does not always balance. No. That's right. But let's talk about the key, um, you know, we've talked so, about those three key parts. Yeah. So your assets, your liabilities and your equity. So yeah. your assets are then broken down into your current assets, your inventory or stock and your non-current assets. Mm-hmm. Liabilities. So how, do you, how do you work out what your current assets are versus your non-current assets? Have you got a bit of a rule of, a thumb, rule of thumb there that you that you apply to those? I do, if you don't. <laughs> Please share, Kath. <laughs> I know. Well, we were always taught um, that your current assets should be things that you should reasonably be able to relinquish or sell yes. within a 12-month period. Yep. So um, if it's stock, if it's inventory, uh, obviously cash. Um, so if you had a 10-year term deposit for cash, I wouldn't put that in current assets. No, that would be current asset. non-current yeah. assets. Yep, or longer-term assets or whatever. Um, same with a um, a farm or a bit of land. It's longer term. It's yes, you can sell it. Yes, it's there. Yes, it's worth something, but it's yeah. potentially going to take a bit longer to turn it over um, to relinquish that and get that value out of that asset. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as the liabilities. Yeah. Same rule of thumb. Yes. No, that's right. And um, when I worked at the bank, we used to say current liabilities um, in terms of loans were any was a loan that that had a less than twelve month term on it. So your liabilities. Um, sometimes we'd see large amounts pop up into the current liabilities because that could be a loan that was due to ex- that's due to expire in the next twelve months. So that yeah. can pop into there, even though you may have every chance of having that extended out and get it popped back into the long-term or the non-current liabilities, but it was still there just, just to keep people aware of the fact that, yeah, this is going to pop up. Um, so credit card debt, um, mm-hmm. accounts payable, um, payroll liabilities if they're in there, you know, yep. if, if people have annual leave that's owing, long service leave, those kind of things usually sit there in in the current liabilities within, you know, it could be reasonable to expect that within 12 months' time you may need to pay that pay that liability uh, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you get down into the equity and a yeah. part of that's also not so much for farming businesses but shareholder, um, shareholding funds and can you pay a dividend? Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's a whole interesting thing. I'm tempted to ask questions about shareholders, but I'm thinking I won't <laughs> for today because I'm think, thinking um, it probably doesn't actually um, 
cover our farming topic, Kath. I can't no. see many farmers that actually pay out a dividend. No, but anyway, if there are people, because obviously there's different structures, people yes. have, um, you know, the different split of the owner's equity might go to different different partners within the business and that kind of thing. So, yeah, again, depending on your structure, you know, whether you've got a company or a partnership or a sole trader, some of these um, balance sheets will be set out a little bit differently depending on that. So, yeah, again, as we said before, really important to get your own contact with yeah. your own accountant and specific yeah. information related to your business. Yeah, that's Now, different. the terminology between the profit and loss and the balance sheet is also different, isn't yeah. it? So when you're looking at your profit and loss, it is profit, a profit yeah. margin, but then when you're looking at the balance sheet, it comes down to the net worth of the business. Yeah, that's right. And they're two... Yeah, they're two totally different things because yeah, you can kind of touch and pick up, you know, yes. potentially you're going to have, you know, more money in your bank at the end of the year that's representative of that profit. Um, whereas equity, how, how do you how do you access your equity? Yeah. <laughs> you have to sell all your stuff, pay all your debts yeah. with your equity. Yeah, yeah. But that this is where I find that... Um, because the terminology terminology changes from one financial statement to the other financial statement, it can get very intertwined and confusing. Yeah. So when you're talking about your profit, you're talking about your profit and loss and basically the cash profit margin that you have earned, yeah. whereas the balance sheet is completely different. It yeah. is your actual net worth. So That's all those right. hard things, your farm, your tractors, your machinery, yep. all those hard assets, your bricks and mortar, that is all included in your balance sheet. Yeah. So you could have a really um, you could have a really strong balance sheet. Yes. And a really bad year and yes. have a really big loss. Yeah. Um, but that that's okay. So it's that's where it's sort of important to be able to look at the two and say yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out here because I'm looking at this profit and loss with this yeah. huge big loss. How is this business going to cope? Yep. You turn to the balance sheet and you go, "Oh, okay, they're like they're going to cope." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a fair bit of equity there. Um, you know, maybe you can leverage that to take out another loan. Um, you know, or maybe you can relinquish an asset. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of different ways of um, helping that. You might have some cash there sitting in current assets which is quite fine for you to be able to use that to access to help yeah. support mm. yeah definitely so they do go hand in hand but as we said earlier lo just looking at one doesn't give you the actual overall picture of how your business is performing yep. it's best to look at both of them together mm. and also as we said important to note this is just a balance sheet. It's a record of yeah. those, the values of the assets and the liabilities at a point in time. Um, yeah. A lot can happen and a lot can change in a very short time. Get, a lot of good things can happen in a short period yeah. of time. It's like a lot of bad things can happen in a short period of time. So, yeah, really important. And that's the other difference between the, the two too is the profit and loss you generally, it is, although the balance sheet is also a, a annual document but you can look at a balance sheet at any given day yeah and one day it can look horrendously bad and in three months time yeah it can look fantastic again yeah 
great. So it is a snapshot on any particular day. That's right. And the other thing that's always interesting is if, you know, depending on, on your role, but, or, you know, the purpose of looking at a balance sheet, but yeah, it can be really good to pick up a balance sheet or a series of balance sheets that's for your own business and have a look at how things have changed over time. Um, I just wanted to touch on a quick thing um, in terms of valuing some of the assets, because I know with land purchases, um, you know, often you'll look at someone's balance sheet and you'll, you know, you'll see land land at value or land at purchase value or something like that in, in the balance sheet in listed under the assets. And yep. sometimes then when you do a bit of a back of the envelope calculation for yourself, oh, what's my property worth? It can be vastly different to the number that is in the balance sheet. So yeah. um, it's it's also really important to remember that those, you know, to know a little, if, you, if you're curious, go and talk to your accountant about it to understand yeah. it if you don't know already. But how is this, how did this value come about? Um, yeah, and that's yeah. a really good one too because um, a lot of the time when purchasing land, it, it does come up in your in your assets and also your liabilities. And as land value increases and the liability goes down, to have, like you said, that background knowledge of what the actual land's doing itself yeah. is yeah. really handy. Yeah. I mean, and there's also been, you know, obviously I'm thinking in, in from good opportunity point of view, maybe the land's gone up, but also too the land could have gone down. Yeah. Case, your assets could be overstated in your balance sheet, which means that you might not actually have as much equity there as you thought. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also when it comes to things like that, getting an ind- independent valuation mm. of your oh, assets yeah. is a great way to make sure that you've actually got up-to-date current data. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so it's just really important to remember what the balance sheet, as we talked about at the start, how a balance sheet came about. It's part of those suite of documents that's prepared for a compliance financial yes. statements um, to be submitted for legal for legal reasons. So yes. usually that's the prime pur- purpose that they're documented. So it's just important to bear that in mind when you're looking at any of these statements um, to, to understand your business or to provide them for your bank manager or an investor or some sort of other analysis you might be doing um, because it's, yeah, and sit down with your accountant. And you can even, um, you know, pull them apart a little bit and have a chat with your accountant about, well, what's this one mean? What's this bit mean? How did you work out depreciation? Um, You know, it's important that people do actually understand what's in their balance sheet um, because they are, you know, a legal document that we sign off saying it's a true it's a um a true statement of what happened in the business that year. Exactly, exactly. Well, Kath, that's profit and loss and balance sheets done. Good job, tick for us. And yeah. um, you know, at any time of the year, it's important to sort of have your head around this. But particularly at tax time, um, end of end of July, people are often keeping an eye out on end these. Of June, things, love. End of June. End of June. Sorry. <laughs> Well, end of July, you might be starting to actually think, oh, I'd better get everything ready to send to the accountant so the statements can be prepared. But from a business management point of view, you want to probably have your head around it sort of April, May. Um, yeah, to understand March your, for me is yeah. my, my sit down and have a good hard look. Yeah. After just the March bass is done, that's the... Yeah. 
And that's from a tax sort yeah. of implication point of view, which is a whole other topic that we're not going to talk about today. I think but, we might actually have to get an accountant in for that yeah, topic. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, we've talked about doing a session on budgeting um, and I've, we're going to do an episode on cash flow forecast, yeah. which yeah, is another again, really handy tool. Yeah. These are our nice little short episodes that we're hoping that we're explaining it enough that you I get mean, something out of it. Yeah, that's right. And even, you know, there's probably a lot of people that out there that are listening that already know about all this, but it's just nice to have a bit of a refresher and hopefully um, those listeners have got a little bit of something out of it. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, right. thanks, Kath. No worries. Another we'll see you next time. 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 You will.